Suarez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello and welcome to ABW Preview, the show where I go, oh God, it hasn't quite done the tweet that I was meant to be doing, oh you bloody useless thing, and then I get angry because, uh, yeah, I've got fat fingers with me (laughs) today to talk about my fat fingers and my inability to get this show going. Oh, my button's all over the place. It's Glenn from New York. Hello, Hello, everybody. I I hope I did everything right. I haven't done social media like live like this in like over a month. So I just hope I push all the right buttons. I'm in the backyard because my wife stole my little workspace. So uh, hopefully you can hear me over the construction next door. What are they having done, the, the villains? What they haven't done next door? Have you asked them? Did they ask well, you for Oh, permission? I don't know. I, no, no. You don't have to ask permission on Long Island. You just you do whatever annoying thing you want between 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. You can do don't, anything. Don't you go in there, boot the door down and go, you know, you know I fucking... <laughs> No, 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 we don't do that. No, you know. no, no, no. Not Good. exactly. But uh, well. anyway, Danny, it's so it's so really nice to see you. Uh, you know, I watch uh, most of your videos. Uh, you yeah. know, just just because I don't comment doesn't mean that I'm not there. I love them. Good. Yes, this channel watch- is fantastic. Oh, it's very kind of you to say so, sir. And I watch, uh, I watch yours usually. You're in the car, then you're in the garden, then you're in the supermarket, <laughs> being a modern man, buying things that no man should be buying. Oh, you saw that one, yeah. yeah I saw all of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Danny's talking about my videos, uh, Glenn AFC New York uh, on YouTube. Uh, maybe you want to check it out. That'd be awesome. Uh, so, Danny, you all psyched for this game tomorrow? Ah, uh, after the shit that they put us through on a regular basis, <laughs> I, I have no i no no idea what I should and what I shouldn't expect. Um, so after that three game loss, three shit teams, three shit games, and then we go and win four two. There does that does that bobble goggle boggle your mind? Got boggle your mind? <laughs> the bobbles are on hats. Does that boggle your mind about what the bloody hell is going on? Because I don't even know where to start to make a prediction for tomorrow or even what to expect or or anything. I, I can ask you a question that would help you a little bit. Uh, about an hour ago, I was just, you know, perusing the Internet. And, like, everything that I clicked on Arsenal Manchester United said Arsenal are the clear favorites. And I'm like, I must be living in, I must be living in another fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> so there, take it from there. Do you think Arsenal are the clear favorites tomorrow? Absolutely not. I don't think we're clear favourites if we're playing against ourselves in a pre-season friendly. <laughs> Even then, I'm not confident of of us actually pulling our fingers out and getting things done like they should do. I have Arteta and those boys, those wonderful, those wonderful, beautiful boys, have beaten everything, every bit of confidence about <laughs> football out of me. And I honestly don't know. I feel quite shell shocked. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's like because I remember when we went to United earlier in the season. I'm like, we should beat these guys. We really should beat these, and we lost three to two. Uh, and you know, and tomorrow they're missing. Uh, what are they missing? Pogba, uh, Fred, Cavani, um, somebody else. Did I write it down? And Shaw. Cool. They're all out tomorrow. Yeah, but I'm still not confident. You know, because I, I really believe Partey and T 
Tierney is a big miss for us. Um, well, we've got the Egyptian wonder in midfield, the Egyptian Perlo, as those in the know like to call him. He's my brother from uh, from the Egyptian side of my family, which I've got no idea where the fuck that come from. <laughs> my lot, they've got no idea what they're doing. So um, you have a look, a look back at some of the fixtures overall against these team who, who I probably there's only one team I hate more than Man United, and that's Spurs. And if anybody doesn't have those as their top two, then they worry. Who's the two teams you hate the most? Oh, Spurs um, and um, uh, Manchester City. Uh, Manchester City because they because it's an, it's their owned by an oil country and and uh, oh is that uh, is the government okay. listening to us because uh, I said that they're owned by an oil company. Um, yeah, so that's my two most hated Spurs and, and Manchester City. Ah, good. Well, fair enough. Uh, let's have a look at all oh, that. That was just a, a text message. I forgot to mute my phone. <laughs> Sean, when she remember, there's a show called The Weakest Link. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah, Dan Robinson, and she used to go, "You are the weakest link." Goodbye. So Sean yeah. did that when she was about five. I recorded it, and I have it as a uh, ringtone <laughs> and a message from from all my texts. Um, so over this over the years, we have played uh, two hundred and thirty five games. Arsenal have won 85. We've drawn 50, but we've lost 100. So they're 15 ahead of us. Um, yeah, so then I went and had a look at our last three fixtures at home against Man United in the Premier League. And you know what? I was pleasantly surprised. We played them on the 30th of January 2021, 0-0. That's not too bad. The 1st of January 2020, we beat them 2-0 with goals from Pepe and Socrates. I was surprised. And then... On the 10th of March 2019, we beat them 2-0 again, Xhaka and Aubameyang, and they had Lukaku playing for them. Are yeah, you surprised? Yeah, that, that, that actually did surprise me uh, that you dug that up. I, I, the, the, the thing that bothers me about Arsenal being clear favourites tomorrow is we don't know which Arsenal team is going to show up. <laughs> I have I have more com- – sorry, my dogs are just let out and now they're running all over the place. Um, what was I saying? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know which Arsenal team is going to show up. And uh, I know that it's, you know, right now everybody's singing the praises of Enkedia, but, I, you know, I'm not confident – with him either yet i am a firm believer in taking hold of an opportunity and he did that last game and uh, i'm hoping he does it again tomorrow but uh you know and kedia i don't rate him ian wright rates him though ian wright says give him time he likes him well ian wright if anyone knows ian wright knows i've had some, we've had some followers on on the old twitch we've had the maddox 93 an hour ago and victorios uh, two days ago, and Marky back 69, 13 days ago, with nothing if not prompt with th- saying thank you. 13 bloody days. <laughs> uh, what are the people in the chat saying? Uh, Bulgarian Guna, Drago is saying, uh, no proper, no Fred, no Cavani, which is good. And then he says, the rumour is Maguire will be benched, which <laughs> sucks for us. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. That guy has imploded. <laughs> <laughs> we need him to play. Uh, Callum says, Ronaldo might be starting tomorrow. I'm scared. Um, our very own Nick says, God, I really hate Man United. And Drago says again, Thierry rated Eddie as well. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I mean, I who are we that. to argue with the great two of the, the top goal scorers for Arsenal? All we need now is Ted Drake to come out and with a Ouija board and go, I'll rate him too. <laughs> and then the top three Arsenal goal scorers of all time have all, of all um, come in on it. Boy 10 says, uh, 
I said at the start of the season on various Arsenal fan channels that Nketiah was the best striker in the house. I like some humble pie with my gloat. He's done it for uh, one fucking game, yeah, boy. Yeah. Jesus, steady on. <laughs> boy, <laughs> the, the one thing I, I have discovered um, is that, you know, when you guess something right, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, so I don't even take I, I nailed the, like an Arsenal score a month ago. I didn't say anything. I'm just like, eh, whatever. Nobody gives so a did shit. Did you have any confidence for the Chelsea game? Because I said, no, I thought we were going to get smashed. Absolutely not. In fact, I tweeted, I tweeted <laughs> the best, the best kind of, the best kind of uh, gift is is something you, when you're expecting nothing. And I, I've been, I'm still on cloud nine about that Chelsea game. Ah, um, uh, Matt D'Souza says, have you talked about Gabriel Jesus and rumour of him signing for Arsenal? Nope, because I've not. I've only been up about an hour. And then <laughs> I did a, a delivery and got myself loads of crisps and um, no chocolate or sweets, which is good. And I got myself some tuna sandwiches and some pork pies. Do you have pork pies over there? Uh, yes, yes, we do. I'm laughing at crisps because I just I just got done watching <laughs> watching uh, what's his name Ricky Gervais and Carl Pilkington. And he, uh, yeah, when, when he goes away uh, to different places, and he always yeah. brings his, he always brings his crisps with him, and that's why I laughed oh, yeah. when he said that. Ask an idiot abroad. Yes, yes, that's the name of it. Yeah, it's, but, me and him are quite similar. Where there's a lot of things. Uh, I'm quite similar to both of them. I'm like I'm like they've had a baby. But just a fat baby. Um, uh, Drago says, I want to know what Super Malcolm McDonald thinks. Well, I saw a podcast of him on recently. Very, very interesting. He was the uh, the 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 Ian Wright, the Thierry Henry, the Tony Woodcock of his day when he signed for Arsenal. He was a legend at Newcastle. Um, it's wonderful. And Nick says 4-4. That was close. No, it wasn't. We started with three at the back against Chelsea, and then we switched to four. You think uh, he's just going to start with four tomorrow? Um, I don't think he's got enough to to change anything around too much. The only thing I might he might do is not play um, Ben White at right back because we did concede two goals from stupid positions. You look at the one where um, the their their second goal where it was a uh, it was as per unpronounceable bloke and he was in the box on his own and only Tavares was there with him. And when you're playing three centre-backs and I mean, Ben White was laying on the floor after being fouled and not getting anything for it. But when, where are the other two centre-backs? How, how did that happen? So having Ben White there isn't really working. He's got a really good partnership with Gabriel this season. And I like that. So I think maybe as much as I do like big Bob, only one way I want to see big bobbers if you're playing in the back three, <laughs> or he's or he's coming in for one of those two. But if they're fit, it has to be Gabriel and um, and Benny Blanco starting. And uh, I don't really want Cedric playing because uh, sometimes I like him, sometimes not so much. But at right back, he's gonna he's our only really choice at right back because uh, yeah, uh, what Arteta has done all season is uh, not given players who aren't playing enough time to get match fit, and so when they do come in. They, they're cold, and they're, they look how long that took Big Bob. Uh, uh, the consummate professional, it took him half the match to get into the game, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, Tamiyasu, have you heard anything on him? I, 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 they didn't rule him out yet, did they? Do you, do you um, think there's a chance he can I'm start? Lo- I'm looking at the uh, playerinjuries.com, and it says uh, potential return date the 23rd. So that is tomorrow. Um, it said on yesterday, if he trains today and he feels good, then he will be available tomorrow. Yes. He will be available tomorrow. Because they're saying it's 
Uh, they'll probably start him on the bench. I feel I'd feel a lot more confident tomorrow if uh, Cedric wasn't in there and Tamiyasu was. Uh, do you feel the same? Uh, oh, you don't rate Tamiyasu? Of course I do. Yeah, I'm just oh, thinking oh. Whether, whether this is such a really big, important game, and they are dirty bastards because they've yeah. got fuck all to play for. Really, that um, they're not playing for the manager. They've had a shit time. And they are going to go out there and they're going to break someone. And I don't really want Tommy Ashley to come back and then get broken straight away. I mean, they're going to try and spend the entire game trying to break Saka. And we don't, I'm not sure if I want, but then again, plus he's not, he's not match fit, is he? Cause he's been out for so long. I think I just have to go with, with Suarez at right back because if they break him, no one really cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wonderful indictment on one of our players. Kill him. Don't care. I mean, just until. Take- just until the end, I was like right with you. Uh, I wanted to be a little mean about it because I have no confidence in him. I'm like, yeah. okay, Danny's staying all classy on this, so I'm not going <laughs> to say I hate him. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of confident about tomorrow. I saw several Manchester United channels that are that said this team has just phoned it in. They're only three points behind Arsenal. I don't know how mm. this is true, but they say they're just phoning it in. Uh, Maguire's the worst center back in United history. <laughs> Um, and they really have no – they're going into this thinking they're going to get trashed like the Liverpool game. I don't – I'm like, you guys obviously don't know our team. No. And we could do. We could, we could go and beat yes. them 6-0. We're not bloody good at you, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, but I know that could happen. I just – I don't see it. Everybody would have – everybody would have to play out of their minds. We need another good game from Xhaka, you know, and I want to give him credit, too, because I've been one of his biggest critics. He was pretty damn good last game against Chelsea. Uh, but we need, like, so many people to step up, I think, to win this game tomorrow. Because if United lose, they're out of it. No top four for them. Well, all we've got to do is win all of our games for the rest of the season, and we are in the Champions League, baby. Yeah. Oh, all right. I I, <laughs> I see the sarcasm dripping through my monitor here. <laughs> one oh, game at a, Danny, one game at a time. No, I want, I want six games at a time. I want them all played simultaneously. I want them all. I want it now. <laughs> let's do double headers like baseball. <laughs> let's, let's do it. 600 games a season. Um, let's have a look in the chat and see what people are saying. Um, Callum Barton says, what city do you like in America? I like any that are hot. So I would say LA. I used to like LA, but it's full of junkies and, and it's a shithole now. So I'd go Florida because yeah. everyone's crazy in Florida and I like the weather. Where about you? Me? Uh, give me Florida or Texas. Um, that's about it. Oh, I like Texas. You can shoot people and get away with it. <laughs> it's not because of the guns. You get free horses and everything. <laughs> I mean, Joe Rogan's moved to Texas, so might as well fucking go and live there. Uh, but I like the sea. There's no. Is there any sea? Is there sea? Um, is it landlocked, Texas? Uh, oh, well, no, there's... Oh, my God. You, you're showing how stupid I am about my own country. <laughs> Go look at a globe. There's uh, water somewhere down south. I, yeah, I there's probably a river or a lake or no, a mountain this, or a swimming pool. Dude. <laughs> dude. Are you, can I just – I have to defend myself that I don't know the body of water that touches Texas, all right? I, I live Mexico. in America. I love my country. But if I could flip a switch that would make me live – in the UK and be yeah. a, a resident in the UK, I would flip that switch. My country is so effed up. Oh, so, Jesus. yeah, that's my excuse for not giving a shit. What body of water touches Texas? <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, Nick says, potato chips for all the Americans. Uh, Matt <laughs> says, Danny, crinkle cut or plain? Well, if you want to really see, I've got um, I've got 
uh, bacon rashers from the co-op, and they're maize. And then I've got, um, oh, these ones annoy me. These are cheese puffs. These will last me about a week. So they're cheese puffs. And then I've got a big bag of the orange-flavored Doritos because they're filth. Good God, Danny, I can hear your toilet yelling, no! <laughs> no! No, they'll take me, uh, some of them will last me maybe the rest of the week. <laughs> Since it's Friday, that means they'll be gone by midnight. Yes. Oh, um, man. Hantumi says, Tommy Ashley might be back for the United game. We hope so. Um, Callum asks about Burr. No, uh, yeah, Callum, you're full of questions. You're like, um, uh, what's his name? How can I forget Phil Mac? Phil Macca. 50% of the questions are good and 50% aren't. But this is a, what do you think of Burnley yesterday? If you guys watched it, do you think, um, who do you think will get relegated? I think Everton are fucked because Everton, are, I mean, Burnley got a new manager. And they're playing for, I think it's Michael <laughs> Jackson. <is their laughs> new manager. So he's moonwalking along the touchline. He's making uh, making all the moves. He's got the white gloves on. Uh, I I I think under a different team, Burnley, a different manager, Burnley aren't going to um, be playing the shit football they were under Dyche. And I don't like Dyche, but it'd be hilarious to, to see Everton go down. But I don't dislike Everton, do you? No, no, actually, I, I don't dislike Everton at all. And when you were talking about that, I was like, oh, geez, I hope they don't go down. Um, yeah, I've always liked Everton. You know, it's a classy organization, great supporters. Uh, I really hope they don't go down. Hello, Albert. He's in there. Um, Bulg- uh, Drago says, uh, man, I love Glenn's energy. Oh, uh, thanks. Wh- wh- where do you get the energy from? Is it out of a can? Yeah, it's out of a can. I, I live on these damn Red Bulls, uh, you know. I, I know, I know, but it's the it's the only way I can survive with with uh, t- <laughs> two dogs, two cats, two kids, and a wife that stole my workspace, and I'm outside. God, God damn her! What if it starts snowing? Do you have to sit there and die? <laughs> no. Die for the cause? <laughs> no, no, uh, we're we're through with snow. It's uh, spring has actually ha- has arrived in New York, and it's wonderful. Actually, kind of like me. I watch a bloke on Twitch called Mikey and he delivers Uber Eats on his, um, on he's got a bit like a mountain bike thing and he streams it all day. He does six, six or seven hours, um, five or six days a week of just him. And he's got a web, um, a webcam thingy bob on him. He's got a GoPro and he shows it all live and you see him going around New York and mm. he is, uh, he is crazy and zipping in and out of the traffic. And I watch a few other people as well. Uh, Daily Dasher, he's in New York. He goes all around the world and there's Keem, Mr. Keem. Anyway, I'm telling you stuff. I might as well speak in Japanese because you have no don't, idea. What don't you? About. No, 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 no. I understood what you're talking about. I, I was just Ooh. thinking, Danny, don't you wish we had this this internet fun when we were kids? Oh my God, you know, it, it's just uh, so much fun. Well, I actually That's got. I, I got. Well, my first computer was a BBC B in 1982 or three. And when they gave my dad got it off a bloke he worked with, he had a computer company, and he gave him a modem for it. We didn't even, I didn't even have a phone upstairs. We had one phone downstairs, then I think we'd only just got it. So that would have been about 1983, and I didn't get my first, use the internet for the first time until 1996. So 13 years I waited to use that. No, you couldn't if you gone. <laughs> I, 
I don't remember a real real quick internet story, and, and then and then we'll talk about the game. Um, whenever the Blair Witch Project came out, that movie. I know you don't like horror movies, Danny, but I'm sure you remember it. They they pretended like it was a real, you know, really filmed, and we were like, "Oh my God, this is real! A ghost, a witch killed these people." How can we? How can we? Fi- Shut up! How can, how can we find out about this? We didn't have internet. We went to the library to look on the internet and found out it was all fake. And a couple of years after that, whenever the Blair Witch came out, finally had my first big giant computer. But anyway, I think we're going to win the game tomorrow, two to one, Danny. Two? How dare you bring this back on topic, uh, David? <laughs> Mr. Waffles, I can't is, help it. It's my radio. It's my. You know, I used to be on the radio, and I can't help myself because. Uh-uh. If we if we if we if we were doing a radio show on my old radio station and you're talking about crisps and I'm talking about the Blair Witch Project, my manager, the pr- program manager, would have came in and yelled at us all. Uh, what are you doing? So that's why I got us back on topic. It's just a reflex to get us back on top. Is there any on YouTube of you or anywhere of you doing your shows? I'd love to listen to that. Uh, I know some people. You know what? I'll, I'll I'll check into that and get back to you a little bit later today. Good. I'd love to listen. I am a talk-based radio fiend. I've listened to nothing but that. And we first started getting it over here in probably 1992, 93. And I probably listened to eight to 10 hours a day of just talk-based radio. And sometimes I listen to the American ones, but I can't stand the fucking adverts. You've got five minutes of adverts every 30 seconds. It's unbelievable. You're, You're lucky that you're not a sports fan here in the States with all these adverts. It's ridiculous to watch a baseball game. I kind of like baseball. I'm a Mets fan. A baseball game is three and a half hours. You're not getting three and a half hours of my time. I'll DVR it and I'll fucking fast forward it. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I think we're going to win two to one tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you're doing your very best to get this back on track. That's not why I got you on it. David it says he grew up in Texas. He says, I left for a reason. <laughs> uh, Mr. Bob Lex is there. Evening all. How are we doing this Friday? Also, fuck Chelsea. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> uh, fake frazzles. They didn't have the real frazzles, which is which is quite sad. How's the diet? How dare you, Nick? Um, uh, Matt D'Souza <laughs> says, Dallas was filmed in Texas. Danny, did you watch the show or the remake? I'm not a girl. As <laughs> I, watch either. I do not watch soaps. They're for women. Um, Bob Lex <laughs> says, Everton are managed by Fat Frank. They're, they're go yeah, now that is the only good side about Everton going down is Fat Frank. That look on, <laughs> you know, he's going bald. The silly fucker. Speaking of going bald, does Rob Holding think that we all don't remember that he had no hairline and now he looks like Rico Suave with his hair coming all the way out? No one's noticed that? Okay, I'm sorry. I think when they take the plugs from the back of his head and, head and they put it at the front, I think they've double dipped on the plugs. He's got twice <laughs> the amount of hair growing out the top of his head than he needs. I, I mean, I, I, under, I understand. You know, when I started losing my hair, I was devastated. But Rob, come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I broke a guy code there. I shouldn't point that shit out. Yeah, I didn't care when I went bald. I went start ushering, started shaving it all off when I was about 20. Never bothered <laughs> about it. just means less things to wash. It's always a good thing. Um, here I go. Someone's getting us back online. Uh, Mr. Boblex says, 3-1 Arsenal, of course. The Manx will get a, spawn, a spawny goal. I'm going to go. It's going to be 3-1 Man United because <gasps> Ronaldo's back and he's the only player. And that bloke is 60 years old. And he is a fucking alien or a time traveller or some he's a robot or something. And he's going to turn us inside out like he always fucking does. And it is going to be ridiculous. We're either, we're either going to have a good game and beat them or we're going to have a horrendous game and lose 3-1. I have no... They, they've told you they've beaten all the confidence out of me. 
I can't cope with it. Did you see my jaw just drop to my patio here? Three to one, we're going to lose? All right, all right, all right. And I bet they'll play shit as well and still beat us. (laughs) Okay, you know what? I, I can totally understand that because all they've done is, like, set us up for broken fucking hearts. But... I'm I'm no, I'm gonna stay positive. All right, Danny, let me let me ask you this, all right? Three to one, your prediction is in, boom, done. If we win, what will the score be? Uh two nil. Okay. Okay. Yeah, if things go up. But the referee's gonna mug us off. Someone else put up here that the referee is um who did they put? Oh, oh um Someone definitely put in here. Oh, Matt D'Souza says, apparently Craig Paulson is the rev and he's booked Xhaka the most number of times. There you go. Job done. Sealed. Just don't bother playing the game. I don't believe that officials have agendas, but Craig Paulson's one of the worst officials in the Premier League. So now you put that little bit of doubt in my soup. Thanks a lot, Danny, and (laughs) whoever told us that. Drago's going 2-2. Uh, Mr. Bob Lick says, Rob Holding got to help a friend with Gabrielle and how's the cat in the background, not Danny's one. Oh, my one. I've got two on the table. I don't know where the others are. Uh, and what's your cats called? My cats? My All right. First of all, my daughter named them when she was five years old, okay? Uh, Cutie and Emily. That's the name of the two cats. Sean, name. Uh, so, bet these are 12. So, Sean was 12 and then we had these. or she, Yeah. Princess and they're called... Cute called Betty and uh, she named Betty and she named Lily and I named Burkamp, Merson and Dora but then Merson died not the player that's not breaking news the cat Merson died my guilty my, dog my wife won't let me get a German shepherd so this is uh this is look at it dogs, yeah you are so Say hi. what sort of dog is it um I call it a rat dog but it actually does have a name um <laughs> It's, I don't know. I, I'll, I, I don't remember. I'm sure someone can tell you what that is. Coco, get out of here. I'm not picking you up. You're too big. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I say two to one. You say, uh, <laughs> you say we're going to lose three to one. Nick says, funny looking cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, dear. Yes. Yeah, so what else are we going to talk about? Um, yeah, Ronaldo, how is he doing what he does? Because he the Man United was shit against Norwich. He scored a hat trick and they won 3 2. And Norwich were by far the best team on the day. When you've got that kind of ability and that kind of stuff, then he's such an unknown quantity of when when he wants to play, he's unstoppable. And how can you be that at 37 years old or whatever he is? It just drives me crazy. Uh, do you consider uh, Ronaldo greatest of all time? Or you give it to uh, Messi? Or maybe somebody different? Well, you look at Ronaldo, he did it at, um, who did he come from? Uh, FC Porto, was it? Uh, he kind of did it there. Then he did it at Man United. Then he did it at Real Madrid. Then he did it at Juventus. And now he's banging in the goals here again. They're not winning stuff because the rest of the team are shit, but he's doing it. What has Messi done? Done it all with, with Barcelona. And then he goes to PSG and has taken, what, seven months to settle in? And mm-hmm. still isn't, I mean, in that league, you would still be running that midfield in that league. That league is so average i was gonna say shit but chris might listen to this <laughs> so uh yeah no i'm um, he's, he's definitely I, I think depending on what you want you should have a um uh, a the goat thing for all the different positions and then he'd definitely make your 11 and like uh, drago says here that um uh, zidane 
would make it in there. Um, I'm sure I'm surprised she didn't say Georgie Haristov. Uh, I think that's a Bulgarian player. Um, but then Messi would be in there, and then um, yeah. I think so, but it's just too because you, you're comparing apples and oranges when you want to say Messi and Ronaldo, different players, different positions, different jobs. How about you? <clears throat> For me, it's Ronaldo, hands down. Um, I, I pretty much agree with everything you said. Uh, he's the reason I think they're going to get a goal tomorrow. Um, I think it's very important uh, because uh, their confidence is very low. I think it's very important that we get the first goal and we come out on the front foot. And, and, and pressure, press like we did against Chelsea. That Chelsea press was so beautiful. Yes, um, yeah, it was. And it was the uh, the second half. We were doing counter-attacking. And that, when... Uh, who was it I did the show with? Um, oh, oh, Femi. Femi from our pod, the wonderful Femstar. And he was saying, I said, how can, you, how can you figure out what has happened here? And he said, it's simple. If we have to chase the game, we're shit. If we go 1-0 up early on and then they have to chase the game, that gives us the freedom and the opportunities to go and express ourselves and play decent football. So that's what we need to do. We need to go out there, score early, and then get another six or seven on the counter-attacks. Because this, this game tomorrow could go any way. Did you see him play Liverpool at the weekend? Oh, yes, yes, I saw that game. I'm sorry. Good God, that was, that was almost a hate crime, what was going on there. <laughs> That's how bad they were. <laughs> you made me snort. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, one of, one of your lot is here. Uh, Mike Hertz is there. Two of my favourite favourites. He's uh, he's he's he's, he's um, I've had to break the news to him that I don't like Mexicans. I only ever knew one Mexican, <laughs> and that was him. And now because of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, I don't like Mexicans. And uh, him and the the Arsenal Lucia deal, they're both they're both broken broken men now. But there you go. So it's um, uh, sad times. Uh, yes, there's 23 of you here. Why, why are 23 people watching this? Haven't you got better stuff to be doing? It's just meant to be me and Glenn just laughing about shit and talking nonsense. You'd be a great guest for next time Mike's away um, for the Sunday roast. We talk about anything. It's roast as in a dinner, not as in horrible to each other. I think you'd make a great guest for that. Oh, I, I, that sounds friggin' awesome. Where do you stand on Arteta? Um, is there a certain a benchmark you have for Arsenal to be at at the end of the season for you to want him next season? Or has he already earned another season for you? Um, uh, he's definitely earned the next season with me as much as I moan on Twitter about it. He, uh, we, the reason we didn't buy all those, do anything in the January transfer window is because we're saving up all of our, our, um, our money for the, the summer window. And then hopefully we're going to do what we did last summer and buy five or six first team players or, well, four or five first team players and a couple of, uh, of young backup players like Tavares and Lukonga. Um, but then, then if you do that, that means he'd have spent four hundred million ish in in two summer transfer windows, and then you can't sack a manager after that. So then you'll have to give him the whole of next season, even though things might go wonky. But it's a young team full of young players. How about you? Um, I'm absolutely on board with Arteta for another season. Uh, I, for for the longest time, I was Arteta out, and then I realized. This team is different and it's improving. Um, yes, I blame Arteta. He is not 100% perfect. Like you said, he's going to make mistakes. Uh, in the January transfer window, I said, do not get rid of a Bamiyang unless you bring in another striker. I don't care who it is. We didn't do that. You know, and Kedia hopefully will 
uh, prove, you know, will continue to take that mantle right now. And even if he's just playing for a contract, go out there and kick some ass. Uh, so, yeah, I was mad at Arteta for not getting a midi in January. Anybody, I thought we were a little too picky about that. And I thought we were paying the price when all these injuries happened. But damn it, we beat Chelsea. The team stepped up. This team has changed. It is not the same. It's improving. And I believe that he earned another season. The like truth is out there, Glenn. The truth is out there. <laughs> that, that's all I'm saying. It's like this team has improved. I don't know how you cannot see that. And it's a joy to watch at times. And it's mm-hmm. there is more there is more good things than bad things. There's some errors, but you look at our three best league games, uh, three of our best games this season. Um, the uh, women down to ten men away at Liverpool, fantastic. Home against Man City, fantastic, and away against Chelsea. They're the top three teams of the league, people. We've had fan kill it, kill it. I'm not uh, going to kill a bumblebee the size of my fist. Oh, was it a bee? <laughs> oh, don't don't kill bees. And no, I wouldn't kill it because they're endangered. Yes, I know. No. I'm a wiper. Go, go. I'm listening to you. I can listen to you and be scared at the same time. <laughs> you want to see me if there's a spider in the house? I'll be gone. I'll just leave you to go with it all by yourself. You want to see tire smokers? I'll leave the, leave the house. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm so, sorry. go ahead. So how how encouraged are you But that three of our best defensive attacking combined whatever games this season have been against the top three teams in the league? And they are probably three of the best teams in the world, not just three best teams in our league. And we've held our own against all of them for quite some time. Even Pep come out and said, that's one of the... Um, did he say something like, we'd, Arsenal should have won that? Or mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yes. Yeah, look, I, I don't know. You probably can't see it. I have goosebumps from you talking about this. I fucking be again. Um, I, I have goosebumps from you talking about that because that is like one of my biggest uh, joys I get from this improving Arsenal team. That's true. Yes, you stopped quite suddenly there. Um, Drago I says, give short answers. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the radio me. You go on too long on the radio, your your program director comes in, shut up, you're a babbling monkey, during the commercials, uh, the adverts. So, yeah. True. I have to Possibly. be quick. James Whale on, on talk radio tells them to shut up. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know anything. Don't, he says, don't press any buttons. I'm talking, and he used the word bollocks the other night on the radio. Because uh, it's weird in this country. After nine PM, you can swear and say whatever you want on TV, but on radio, there's no watershed, and you're not allowed to do any of the bad language. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm not saying drop C bombs all the time, but you should be able to tell morons to to fuck off a little bit more often because they're oh, good god. Wait, C. I'm sorry, Dan, to interrupt you, but Danny, the C-bomb is just a noun, an adjective, a verb in the UK. What are you talking about, C-bomb? Um, I'll, I'll keep it family friendly, but I mean, you guys, you guys, you know, it's like, oh, look, there's your auntie. Go give the big C a kiss. You know, it's, <laughs> what are you talking about, the C-bomb? True. I kind of, I was, yeah. Um, uh, Drago says, there have been a few lows, but the highs have been pretty good. And there's becoming more highs than lows, but... The thing that is driving that really pisses me off about Arteta is the fact that um, he leaves the subs too late and there's too many players that aren't getting enough game time to keep themselves match fit. And I keep going on about this and we see it. Tavares came in after not playing for ages and was shit. Laconga came in, he was shit. Big Bob, he was knackered like in the first half. And then even when Sam Cedric came in, the first two or three games he was shit. And then he was good and then he was shit again. And then last night he came on and he, and he did all right. But if uh, are you confident that Eddie can score as the goals? Because if Eddie isn't scoring the, as the goals like he did the other night, then 
Lacazette isn't going to score the goals, is he? And he's not going to let no. Pepe try and score the goals. And we can't rely on uh, Smith, Rose, Saka and Erdegaard to score the goals. That's not really their job, is it? And Martinelli, well, I'd love to see him start up front. That'd be nice. No, Martinelli, Martinelli's not going to start up front. We experimented with Martinelli as a striker in training, uh, and then we didn't hear anything of it. This was last season. Just a couple of months ago, Martinelli said, I like playing on the wing. So I think that experiment, at least for now, is over. Um, as far as Enkedia and Lacazette, this just shows you how the, the, the Premier League season can change. Three weeks ago, if you told me I'd want Enkedia over Lacazette, I'd say, what drugs are you on and where can I buy them? I, 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 I do not rate it. I did not rate Enkedia, but I like what he did last week. I don't think we would have scored a couple of those Enkedia goals if it was Lacazette up front. So, yeah, keep it going, Enkedia. Even if you're just playing for a contract, give it 110% and, and, and score a couple of tomorrow. His well, hustle is fantastic. I like his hustle. We have missed that in years, that fox in the box, that uh, that elusive thing. But um, Arteta has said all season that he wants him to stay and the contract offer is on the proverbial table. But do you think um, uh, Eddie is going to want to stay? Because there's plenty of clubs out there that he'll go and he'll be their main striker, bottom half table teams. That's it. That's a fantastic question. I think it's a several layered question, though, because if you just go to his a little as a month ago and Kedia was just like you know anyone that asked him he's like yeah I want I want out I want to play somewhere else uh just a couple of days ago he said yeah we'll see what happens I love Arsenal let's see what happens I think it's going to depend on if we sign a striker you know a kick-ass striker because if we sign a kick-ass striker he's not going to want to stay will we be honest with him Arteta says yeah we want to give you a contract but you know uh, it could be like you're just playing in the Carabao Cup, you know, dude. Um, and maybe but is he good FA enough Cup. next season to be a backup to whoever we get? Because well, up there again, we're probably going to get two strikers in the summer. Hopefully, I don't think he's good enough to be backup. No, no. The way I look at it is, would Enkedia be a backup for for City or Chelsea or Liverpool or even United? No, no. You know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be a backup for any of them. Well, those are the teams mm. we we're battling for top four. I mean, for years I've gone on about how good he is at scoring goals at the lower levels. And last night he was brilliant. I mean, against Chelsea, he was fantastic. Magnificent performance. Probably his best performance ever playing for Arsenal, partly because of the opposition and the competition, as in uh, the Premier League. I know he's, he's got done well in the, in the League Cups and stuff, but he's going hopefully he's going to get a chance the rest of the season. We've got five or six more games to go. I'd like to see him start all of those games and then we can make a, a judgment. On, we can give a judgment like they give a fuck what we say. We can, make <laughs> our, we can, we can change our personal opinion of him. Um, Stan's yeah. there. Hi, Stan. Um, uh, here's here's my, here's my uh, here's my deal with Enkedia, uh, and I'll bring it back to Arteta. When I was Arteta out, uh, I said I want to be proven wrong. Let him prove me wrong. I'll say I'm sorry, I was wrong. It happened. He proved me wrong. I said I'm sorry. He deserves more time. Look at those five guys he got in the summer. Holy crap! I complained about every single one of them. <laughs> so uh, now Enkedia, I said he's had several chances to grab that brass ring through injury, and he hasn't. Last game he did. Prove me wrong, Enkedia. Prove me wrong that you couldn't play for any of the top four clubs as a backup. That's all I'm saying. Prove me wrong. I would love to be wrong about Enkedia. Ian Wright and Thierry Henry think I'm wrong about him. Like Stan says there, Eddie isn't the future. We should just enjoy his last dance. <laughs> I agree. I absolutely agree with Stan. You know, Eddie, play for your contract, you know, and let's get, let's get, let's spend some money this summer. <laughs> 
Yeah, and it'll be a shame. But he'll go somewhere else and he'll be an average an average. But there again, if we're in the Europa League next season, I think the Europa League would suit him perfectly. Um, yeah. not the conference, not the Europa Europa Conference League, because that's bullshit. But the Europa League, then maybe keep him next season and then he we'd then we'd only have to buy one striker. But if we're playing Champions League football next season, he's nowhere near good enough for that. We need yeah. two decent strikers. We well, one brilliant and then one decent. Put put um put yourself in his shoes. Uh, Danny, what is he? Twenty three. Um, yep. This is it, man. This is it. This contract is the big one. All right, he's going to want to play all the time. I'm sorry, uh, I spit a little bit there. <laughs> he's going to want to play all nice. the time. He's going to want to the bees. <laughs> he's going to want to play all the time. This is his big contract at twenty three years old. Let him yeah. go. Like like Stan said, we enjoy him, and uh, good luck to you. Thanks for your thanks for your contribution. I agree. So how about Gabriel Jesus? Would you have him? Yes, absolutely. Gabriel, are you kidding me? He could. Uh, he finishes up strong. He could be uh, Arsenal's player of the season, in my opinion. No, I mean, for Man City, Gabriel Jesus. Oh, I thought you were talking about our Gabriel. I'm sorry. No, see, that's, that's the problem, why I don't want the Man City Gabriel, because then we'll have three Gabriels at the club. <laughs> we, don't, we won't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, okay, re- reset. What's your question? Uh, people are talking about Man City striker Gabriel Jesus coming to Arsenal. He is. I'm just looking at his stats here. Tell me how old he is. He is 20. He's only just gone 25. Okay. He's Brazilian. He's five foot nine. He's got 18 goals and 54 games for Brazil, which is a, a pretty decent number. And then for Man City, well, fuck this. In the Premier League this season, he's got three in 23. I imagine he hasn't played much. Well, Man City don't play with a striker, do they? So mm-hmm. he's kind of knackered. But his best season for Man City was two seasons ago. He scored 23 in 53. And the season before that, 21 in 47 when they did play with a striker. I, so he scores goals. Is his contract out? I've got absolutely just- no idea. Okay, I look. I love the Brazilian players, and it's not just because my dad was born in South America. I love Brazilian players. Uh, I, I've always liked Jesus. I think he would be phenomenal on Arsenal, uh, but we don't know if his contract's out, and if it's not, this is just paper talk, and I don't like talking paper talk because it's usually bullshit. Well, he also hasn't scored for Brazil in a while. Um, two games this year, no goals. Eleven last year, no goals. Two in 2020, no goals. And then he scored seven in 14 in 2019. But I think people are saying that he could be about 35 million. Okay, um, Dan, Danny. Oh, he's got one year left. Danny, Danny, mm. if, the sto- if the stories are true. Just before we came on, you were playing a stock market game. So you're going you're gonna to appreciate this when I'm talking about Jesus. Buy low, sell high. Get him now. This guy's going to be phenomenal on Arsenal. Absolutely. I absolutely believe that. Isn't that what we said about Pepe? Buy high, sell low. No. <laughs> uh, I, well, Pepe wasn't on my radar, but I was happy when I researched him when we got him. Um, you know, and several people, uh, several Arsenal fans before we got him said, oh, he would be great on Arsenal. Yeah, you never know. I, what, what? Because I say it's going to happen? If that's true, I wouldn't be sitting in this shitty backyard. Um I think he would be phenomenal on Arsenal. Uh, opinions are like assholes, Danny. Everybody has one. That's mine. If you don't like some, Jesus, if you don't like Jesus, I respectfully disagree. And some people have two. <laughs> uh, Mr. Boblek says it's going to be 20, 20 to 25 million with seven and a half million add-ons. And then Nick says he can be the new Mkhitaryan. Right. Oh, all right. You guys are just going to throw all these failures out now. Fine. It, 
don't need any of that nonsense to ruin our day. Uh, we've been going for 43 minutes. It only seems like a lifetime already. That's what? Uh, I know it's crazy. Have you got much time left? If I if I if I want those kind of insults, I'll go hang out with my wife. Um, I uh, I still have uh, I have till two o'clock before she bugs me. Ah, uh, okay. So, um, thoughts for the rest of the season? Can we finish top four? Yes, absolutely. It's going to be a bumpy ride, but uh, that win against Chelsea put us right back in the mix. I was done. I'm like, oh, God, Europa League again. I hate the Europa League. And we beat Chelsea. I wasn't expecting anything from Chelsea. Are you kidding me, Danny? Yes, we're in the top four race. That's the easiest uh, question you asked me. How about Spurs away? What's your thoughts on that? If this doesn't make your head explode, nothing will. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here Uh, we go. He's he's having having dark thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) You got me. That's why I love coming on with you. It's such a great channel. You always get me. Um, I'm taking it one game at a time. I'm not. No, you're not allowed that. No, that. Oh, really? (laughs) All right. Um, I'm mildly confident. God, there's so many things. They're playing Brighton after us tomorrow, right? Is it Brighton at Brighton? Is that? Can you look on your little computer screen? They're playing Brighton after our game tomorrow. I'm pretty sure, and they're and it's going to be a tough game. It's away. Um, look, away at Brentford. Oh, Brentford, Brentford. Yeah. Um, Brentford, who haven't lost a game when Ericsson's been playing for them. Nice. Yeah, and they're the. I think they're in the top six of the current form table of the last six games. Yeah, so they they got a tough game tomorrow. Um, uh, look, all right, you want to jump ahead to Spurs? I'm I'm mildly confident on this Friday, a million years before the Spurs game. <laughs> I'm mildly confident. That's the best answer you're going to get, my friend. Oh, I'm just dreading it. Even if we go and smash Man United tomorrow, and then uh, is it the game after that? I can never remember which order the games are going to go in. So we have got a uh, Man United on Saturday, twelve thirty kickoff, which is a should be a crime. Oh, and then on the first of May, we are away to West Ham. That's going to be a tough one. But they have got their Europa League semi-finals between. Uh, we're, that game is in between their two semi-finals. So that is going to be uh, the Friday, the first of May. No, that's not right. It's going to be Sunday, the 1st of May. I was looking at the wrong part of the calendar. And then on the 8th of May, we are a week later, we're at home to Leeds. And then they got the big one, 12th of May. Mm, it, it worries me. I don't like it. They've got a, a run of, I think that one of their last games is going to be Burnley. And Burnley are, are quite an informed team at the moment. They should hopefully go out there and... Uh... But they have got that ricket in them, haven't they? Didn't they recently lose 1-0 to Brighton? Yes. I'm just like, why are, you, why are you twisting yourself up like this? Why don't you just worry about one game at a time? You're like my wife. She looks ahead at everything. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But with Arsenal, it could be a bad thing. You're going to look at that schedule and honestly say, oh, Leeds, we'll win that game. After what just happened to us before Chelsea? No way. You can't look at You cannot look at this. First of all, there's no easy games in the Premier League. Of course, that's the most obvious thing that's been said in this whole show right now. But you cannot look at that schedule. Got that one. Got that one. Yeah, this is going to be a tough. No, we don't know. That's not happening. That's why we have to do one game at a time. If with Arteta, we can't even do more than one half at a time, can we? You never know what's going to happen in the next half. If you 4-0 the first half and then lose 5-0 the second half. You're going to force me to defend Arteta when I'm a little, still a little bit mad at him um, for putting Xhaka left back a couple games ago. Um, look, I think uh, Arteta has improved in his second half strategy. You don't think so? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. 
That's one of the reasons I think he deserves another season. He has improved personally. He's still a stubborn asshole, but oh, I'm not supposed to curse. Am I? Am I allowed to curse? No, say what the fuck. Say whatever the fuck. Oh, you want. okay. Because yeah. okay, you wouldn't say C before. Um, so <laughs> no, just uh, that one word. Oh, oh, it's just that one word. Okay. Yeah, um, I use it all the time on, at home. I regularly call my cats the C word all day long. But yeah. it's just using on YouTube. They're the algorithms. They don't like it. <laughs> no way. Kids well, can't be watching. Fuck the kids. No, the, the, the C word, the C word is forbidden here in America. If my wife hears it, my next broadcast would be under a bridge in Brooklyn. <laughs> so that's, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, for me, you even said that Arteta's earned another season for you. You, you haven't seen his improvement and fixing things a little bit in the second half, adjusting. Yes. He does his substitutions too late. To see that. Like, yes. Uh, the Chelsea game, the ball was coming towards him on the touchline. And Smithrow was running after it, and he's going to Smithrow, come on, get a ball, get a ball. And Smithrow should stop and go, well, I'm fucking running towards the fucking ball. What are you talking about? I need to shout at me to come and get the ball. I'm not a fucking Labrador. I know I'm going to come and get the ball. You shut your trap, you dickhead. I didn't know he was – I didn't see that clip. I, oh, I'm going to have to look for that. Smithrow. It's ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. He is learning his lessons, but – I think sometimes he's a little bit too stubborn, but maybe he gets that from Wenger because Wenger was so stubborn. It, that's what broke Wenger in that decade uh -huh. of shame yes. of his stubbornness, his substitutions at the same time all the time, constantly trying to get players to play in positions that they weren't meant to play because it worked with the likes of, uh, of, of Lauren. When he came, he was a right midfielder. He turned him into a fantastic right back. And I think um, uh, Colo Toure was a, a, a central midfielder and he turned him into a centre-back and all these things like that. But Arteta oh, hasn't got the skills to do that. And then you see so many players have been wasted. And like You think, well, if we're losing a game and he likes to chuck everybody on, then why not do it a little bit earlier? Why not give... You can't say to Pepe, you're not playing, you're not playing, you're not playing. Oh, here you go. Now run on and get 15 minutes <laughs> and to score a goal. It's not going to happen until it does. I, I I can't argue with that. I think uh, the 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 player the the seventy million Pepe is somewhere inside of him, but I, I you know I don't think he's been handled correctly. Sure, you can, I can give Arteta crap for that. Absolutely, I think Pepe is a good player. That you know he suddenly he'd get like you said, get into a run of form. Next thing you know, he's sitting down. Um, but Arteta's gotten better at that too. Um, I mean, look at look at how the youngsters have progressed under Arteta. Um, you know, it's like, you're not going to be a hundred percent perfect all the time. As far as Pepe goes, uh, I'd love to see if they could convert him into a striker. Um, I know it'd be kind of a waste of his speed, but you know, right now we need, what, what's going to happen if Enkedia gets out, oh, then we got Lacazette. But I mean, you know, they're both gone at the end of the season. If I were Pepe, I'd be like, Hey, why not take up striker in training, help the team. I'm a team player. I, I don't know. Size says, are we all positive or are we on a going down on a death spiral? I think we have a positive death spiral at times coming one way and back up the other. It's just, uh, but I think, yeah, to be fair to Arteta and the boys, they are, they are, they are good more often than they are bad. We may have lost three games in a row, but we were having so many shots, so many shots at goal. And then we couldn't do anything about Fraser Forster having the game of his life. His highest rated yes. um, stat rating of the season. Absolutely unbelievable. And then against the other teams, we're just unlucky. I think all it takes is we have to have a striker, which annoys me about the January transfer window because imagine the number of top-flight teams in the world that have got strikers that aren't playing for them. We could have got one of them on loan. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. he didn't do it. A short-term loan. 
just to have someone else there to put uh-huh. the pressure on Lacazette. He didn't do it. It's little things like that annoying me. But we are a better team now than we were six months ago, and we're a better team now than we were a year ago, and we will be better in six months than we are now. I think that's the best way to look at it, isn't it? Oh my gosh! I'm not going to turn down anything positive you say. You've you've been so so you you predicted we were going to lose three one tomorrow. Um, That's because I'm just a gooner and it's been beaten into me over the years. Not back. Oh, in the invincible days from '98 until about 2005, I thought we'd win every game. Mm-hmm. And slowly over the years, it's uh, a death by a thousand cuts, isn't it? So. Uh, yeah, but that's why it eventually gets the better of you. Remember when we had those games in hand and we were laughing at all of our competition uh, and, uh, you know, when they were blowing their games in hand and then we did it, you know, that, that's why I refused to go on Twitter and, you know, have a little fun uh, with Spurs fans and other fans. So, yeah, look. I think we're going to win two to one tomorrow. I think, I think, um, we're going to be very excited. As far as I think his name was Cy said, are we in a death spiral? I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name, Cy. No, that's right. Um, um death spiral. Cy, check it out. We beat Chelsea a few days ago. <laughs> be, 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 you know, be a little positive, my friend. Death spiral. <laughs> Damn. So, um, I say to people when they come on here, you have to have one prediction with your head, one prediction with your heart. So with my head, I'm going to say we're going to lose 3-1. With my heart, I'm saying we win 2-0. Uh, with my head, 2-1. With my heart, 3-1. Oh, hello, Chica. <laughs> <laughs> right, people in the chat at home, on the bus, in the bath, on the toilet, taking the dog for a walk. Hello. Pick up your dog shit if you can. <laughs> and people, don't park, park, don't park your vehicles partly on the pavements because if I see them, you're going to need to take your car to the body shop because I'm going <laughs> to drive into it. Um, Yes, so uh, put your um, predictions in the chat, people, and we'll highlight them. And I would say, as usual, go and put them in the comments on the YouTube channel. We'll have a look at them um, after the game tomorrow. We've actually got an old uh, ABW coming back for the game tomorrow. He messaged me this afternoon. It's uh, someone who lives in North America. You have to wait and see who it's going to be, but it's almost definitely going to be Carl, maybe John, and either me, I mean, this other person, and I was going to save that for a surprise. When is, when is then, that going to be on? When is that going to be on? Uh, 12, the 12.30 kickoff, so it'll be about half past two tomorrow afternoon. So about 10 minutes after the game finishes. And so, uh, yeah, our mate's coming back to do a show, which is lovely. Nice. Nice. Not going to ruin it. And uh, so it's definitely going to be Carl and our mate and then either John or me. And hopefully we'll be talking about a fantastic win. Uh, Mr. Boblix, oh, Sai says uh, eight two and two eight. Sai, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, bastard. Uh, Mr. Boblix <laughs> has gone three one Arsenal. Uh, Mr. Boblix says Noza. Noza's never been on. Yeah, we've had quite a few of you on over the years, but Noza hasn't hasn't been on. Um, oh, look at that, Nick. Let's put a link to your Twitter, and oh, I should thank go you. and yeah, I'm gonna go thank and uh, you, while Nick. they're doing that. I'm going to go and have a look for... Uh, oh, do it. Then... In. Oh, don't go out of your way, Danny. Uh, f- for those of you who don't know, I have a YouTube channel, AFC New York. Uh, I post videos. Um, I'm going to have one after the Manchester United game. Plus, I have a really awesome uh, interview with Lee Judges uh, that I'm going to post soon. Uh, that's Glenn, AFC New York on YouTube. Ah, oh, that's why I couldn't find it. Uh... Oh, that B is back! Go ahead, G-L-E-N-N. Danny. 
Ben AFC New York. Danny, I there swear, I know you're not supposed to kill bees, but if he does another fucking flyby, I'm getting my spray. Okay, I'm back. Hello. Why can't Why can't find your channel? Bloody subscribe to it. Well, I'll have to go and do it the alphabetical way. Good oh. for Glenn. Here, oh, it's no spaces. That's why I couldn't find it. So here you go, people. Here is um, uh, here. Go and click on that. There you go. That's Glenn's YouTube channel, and they're only about five or six minute long videos. They are funny. They're going to make you laugh. And Thank you, it's, Danny. Uh, it's it's My- always it's always fun to have a look at. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Danny. I try to I try to inject a little humor into our stress as Arsenal fans. Um, my wife texted me. Um, Time so, to go. Yeah, I got two one. Yeah. Although 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 my heart says three one, but you only can pick one, so I say two one. Danny, just blurt it out there again. You think we're gonna lose three one? Only because it's Arsenal. We shouldn't <laughs> lose. We should beat them because we're at home. We should beat them something like four nil because they're shit. But. That's Arsenal for you. So that's it. We're gonna go now. Yeah, Glenn. Just take it take it one day at a take it one day at a time, Danny. For your mental health. <laughs> take it one day at a time. Uh, yeah. Come on, you gunners. Excellent. Right. And we will see you tomorrow, uh, 10 minutes after the game, because I'm not doing a preview tomorrow because I'm not getting out of bed that bloody early. And so, uh, yeah, if, if you like the channel, give it a thumbs up and subscribe. If you don't like the channel, go over to Not Another Arsenal podcast and give them a thumbs down on all their videos. Because <laughs> that, that's what you do when you're angry. So that's what I do when I'm angry. Anyway, thank you very much, Glenn. It's always a delight talking to you. It makes, oh, makes my day. Right back at you, Danny. Right back at you. Excellent. All right. Thank you very much, everybody else. And we will see you tomorrow after the game. Goodbye. Bye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.